Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. And this is Murderous Intentions. So, uh, last week, yeah. why did you do that to us? Like, why? Why? You gave me the book, first off. Let's start there. That book is awesome sauce. So, the reason why I picked that story was because you gave me the book. But there was other stories, too. That you I know. Pick. I, picked the, I picked the week before last. Not last. Not the previous. The previous to that. Anyway. <laughs> um, but the reason I picked that was it had so many common elements that we're used to, you know, mm-hmm. Alice, um, Schenectady, like that's all near us. So yeah, I didn't know it was going to be that wicked until I started reading. I'm like, what? Well, I can't change it now. So it's too late. True, 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 <laughs> true. So next week is Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to dress up? No, I'm too old for that shit. You're never too old to be somebody that you're not. <laughs> yes. I'm no, I'm not doing it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Do it. Well, hopefully, if my plan goes through, we will have a special guest. If your plan goes through, yes. Um, Other we're just. The- we're just moving the the chest pieces and seeing if we can get the checkmate. And hopefully we will. And I will get to do this podcast that I have awesomely planned out. So that podcast that you're talking about, um, if if that person comes, which I, I know who it is, um, it'd be great for me because I don't have to do it. If it's the one that I'm thinking. Yeah, it is the one that you're thinking, okay. the one that we were discussing a, a couple of days okay. ago. Um and we're just trying to see how we're going to move everything about to be able to go ahead and do okay. this scenario. So and um, that's, that's different than the last week's podcast that's sitting right here. Yes. Okay. Um, so we do have a return sit-in. Um, her name is Susan. So if you hear her voice from time to time, um, yes, she is here again. <laughs> She's here. Hello. <laughs> Um, but so I got a question I got a really good question when we all and you guys at home think about this too when you were 14, 15 how was your love life? I don't really remember that I had a love life or a girlfriend at 14, 15. I may have. 
But if I did, it doesn't come to memory. Okay, so at 14, 15, I was more of secretly having like a, you know, a boyfriend. But when my, when my um, previous stepfather um, would be around, I would just make sure that, uh, like, listen, you are not my boyfriend now. You're just my friend. If you say anything stupid, I'm doomed. We're doomed. And, but like, so here's my other thing. Um, when you were in those kind of relationships, right, were you, was it a sexual, was it drug infilled, was it dramatic? Listen, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, let's say 13 to 16. Okay. Um, it was on school only. Okay, so when I was in a relationship, thirteen to sixteen, it was really like in school only. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I don't believe I had a girlfriend that I took out, you know, movie theaters or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, sex and drugs. Well, drugs has never been part of my forte anyway. But um, no, the the only the first time was when I was eighteen. So that tells you everything. Yeah, well, like, I'm the same way. I didn't participate in any drug recreations. I don't think it's it's good for your body. Um, I Just because I do too many research for to know about what I should. Although I do eat things that I'm not supposed to be eating. Everybody but that's a different case. Because at the end of the day, it still creates energy for me to burn off. Yeah. But by putting um, extra curriculum, you know illegal crap into my body I prefer not to do right. um and then I've never had a relationship escalate to where it was a sexual contact so I I understand where this case goes I understand where it's coming from mm -hmm. um I just feel that when you're 14 15 you know you don't have even when you're 18 you don't have the mentality to understand how once you become sexually involved with somebody, your emotions become more intense. Um, and so that's why I feel that you shouldn't just go and boink or do, you know, um, any, any person. <laughs> I understand the word, the verbiage, but I'm like, huh? <laughs> Okay. No, but I mean, like, and I hate to be that old guy that says this, but yeah, that's why sexual relationships should be for adults. Because one, 13-year-olds, let's start there, with all the bullshit that they have going on in their mind, yeah. growing, not growing, what's blossoming, what's not blossoming, all that crap. Being a teenager in the, at least in the United States, is painful enough. Adding drugs, alcohol, or sex to that just makes it 10 times worse anyway. So, I, I mean, I don't know why, you know. Well, so we're also in this mix. We're also going to add jealousy. So, were you ever yeah. jealous of the person that previously dated your significant person? I never was that way. I mean... I dated her. I probably was the first one to date her. And as 
my wife could tell you, I don't even ask about her previous relationship. She tells me about it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not interested. It's not, to me, it's none of my business. What happened before is none of my business, and what happens after you is none of your business either. Well, in a girl's perspective, we do at times, we're like, okay, why, why did you break up? What about her, you know, made you guys break up so that way I can avoid us from breaking up kind of scenario. Um, so we do get a little bit nosy, um, but I would never go and I think what it took me till I was in my late twenties to like throw a public social media comment out about an ex significant person. Mm -hmm. And it was just because it was like, how can you take care of somebody else's kid when you can't even take care of your own child? Kind of like, you know, remark I said, um, but I always leave it where it's, you know, no names involved. There's not really like, unless you know my exact life, you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm just making a public statement, yeah. you know? Um, well in here, we're going to find out there's a lot of tor toxic, Toxicity, turmoil, um, it's just a lot of chaos yeah. for people who are at a young age. Okay. Okay? I'm ready. So, now, as you can tell by the title, this is called The Deadly Love Triangle of Seth Jackson. Well, Seath Jackson. Seath. So, Seath was born in on February 3rd of 1996. So at that point, I was already 10 years old. <laughs> and now I feel really old. <laughs> so I'm not even going to say how old I was. <laughs> um, so he, he's a young, he, well, he was a young man who unfortunately will never get to see the age of 16. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to give you a quick thing. On Sunday, April 17th, 2011, Seth Tyler Jackson, who's from Bellevue, Florida, has spent most of his day hanging out with his friends and playing games when he receives a text message from his ex-girlfriend, Amber Wright, who kept texting him with wanting to get back together, wanting to go and, you know, see each other to kind of rekindle this broken relationship. Now... After numerous texts, he decides, okay, fine. Let me just see what she wants, get it over and done with. Bad decision. So now, come the next day, Monday, April 18th, 2011, C's parents report, make a missing person's report on C. So... Now, I know I'm leaving like little moments where you guys are like, wait, 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 wait. Normally you tell us, you know, how they grew up. You tell us, you know, all this information. Mm -hmm. This is one of those things where I'm going to jump straight into the, the crime. I'm going to jump straight into what's going on. Um, because what I do like about Steve's parents is they kept most of his personal information that they couldn't hide um very simple quiet um like 
I could get the birth date, but anything other than that, I couldn't find. And it was basically like you had his his Facebook account where you could be able to see certain things from there. Um, and then it was just like basically straight to the crime itself. There was no real like, let me dig further in. Right. Um, but from what I read was, you know, this is how everything's going to flow. And this is how I'm going to straight shoot you guys with stuff. So, prepare yourself. Let's wind up. So the next day, now this is Tuesday, April um, 19th. Um, Kyle Hooper, who's 16 years old, breaks down, okay, and tells his mom, Tracy Wright, that he witnessed Seth's murder. So, Kyle Tracy and his stepsister Amber Wright go to the deputies to inform them that Kyle knew what happened to see, um to Seth. Seth, Seth. I'm trying to figure out how it actually goes, but yes. Um. So here's the thing. While they in the deputies, um office they it comes out also all the facts and that amber herself knows what's going on now amber is also 15 seth is 15 kyle is 16 please remember these ages okay yeah so and you can also see um get the documentary, which also assists me with this, was Kill a Woman by Piers Morgan, and I think he... Did a fantastic... I think... Yeah, he did. Um, he was not... He was not gentle with her. Or he no. didn't, you know, go and be like, you know, babied her. He was like, you did the crime. And he made her realize, you may not think you're a monster, but you are. Yeah. You know, and then he he painted it where he can she can see how everybody sees her as. You know. Yeah, because as, as, if I remember correctly, she kept saying, um, "I'm not a monster. I'm not a monster," mm -hmm. and then it, it kind of took him time to, like, I think it kind of shocked him that she said she wasn't a monster. Mm -hmm. um, but then she he realized, I'm talking to a 16, 17 year old girl at, or whatever at the time of the taping. Well, no, at the taping, she was 20 years old. Okay. But she's she's come to terms with what she did, but she also sees herself as the person that she probably, re who she was before all this happened, where right. she was just, you know, teenager, not really a bad kid, just, you know, having little issues here and there, you know? Um, so... Now, prior to these events, I'm going to go flashback, okay? Mm -hmm. So, yes, we're going to be jumping around a little bit, but we're going to... It's all going to make sense to you. I just need you guys to understand how everything led up to this. So, prior to this date, Seth and Amber were in a relationship from December of 2010 
till sometime in like April, March, ending April, beginning, you know, mm -hmm. that's when they called it off. But back in March of 2011, you would see on Seth's um, Facebook page, love you, Amber, you know, and you'll see their little pictures of them together as a couple. She was always at his house, you know, and they was always, you know, together. But here's the thing is that they both would hype each other so up and each one wanted to outdo the other and get the other one jealous that this relationship became toxic beyond belief, you know? So, <sighs> so, um, and I know I said that a lot right now, <laughs> but when the teens broke up, their toxicity is what you want to say um it didn't end like you know how most of most of the time you break up you're done you go your way he goes his way pop pop yeah so in the documentary his parents say he did you know he did take the breakup hard he did cry his parents just say you know what there are other fishes in the sea you know she's she's not gonna be your she's not your first girlfriend she won't be your last girlfriend um, so, you know, he was starting to come to grasp with that, but he was still doing things that were a little bit, um, juvenile, which for their age, yes, granted, you're going to be juvenile. You're going to want to hurt who hurt you, you know? Mm -hmm. So the fun fact is some say that the reason why they broke up was because Amber cheated on Seth with Michael Bargos, hmm. who's 18 years old. Now, Michael is a jealous type. Okay? So that doesn't help this case scenario. Then, um, the two, Amber and Seth, start trading insults on Facebook. Where, like, for one instance... Um, he accused her of cheating and then she would respond by saying, you continu continuously write shit about me. Then he would respond back saying, I said I was done with you, you and you should be done with me. So then she would write in another post. It takes a real man to accept the fact that he got broken up with. So it was always like that tit for tat. Um... Seth would repeatedly challenge Bargle to fight with him. And though it seemed Bargle didn't have interest in fighting hand-to-hand -hand combat with, with Seth, um, according to Bargle's lawyer, Charles Holloman, Seth had previously stood in front of Bargle's house and threatened to raise all types of hell um, threatened to burn the house down and kill the people inside. Now, apparently, the cops did nothing about this. So, how true is this, per se? We don't know. You know? Like, I know there was a statement where he said to Amber that he was going to burn her house down. And he said it on Facebook. So, you know, there's evidence there. 
but because it was a uh, it was just kids writing cops wouldn't take it seriously anyway because like oh he's just oh what these two have broke off okay you know what it was out of anger yeah mm -hmm. you know so none of that was mm -hmm. taken into account that something would lead up you got something to say say what's also i mean what i find suspicious is that um michael didn't say this nor the seeds Margot's lawyer said it like it could have been how he was feeling you know like when you're angry you hear things that mm -hmm. you are really not there so you explode on what you heard and now what was actually said mm -hmm. have you ever had a fight with your boyfriend or your wife or you know this so yeah you know yeah he said secret right right so um now i'm gonna read something off that I I found if I can find it find it again. <laughs> but you know that's not admissible in court. What okay, he, he said, said yeah, he no, said, that's not. Yeah, it's not, but still. But the the problem with with thief though, as I give um Sammy time to look that up, the fact that he tried to burn. Or said on said. on Facebook that he was going to uh -huh. burn his ex girl um girlfriend's house. That gives I mean that could that could have been a bigger thing than what he intended it to be in the beginning. Yeah, but that was just him being hurt, and it was too. Well, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I yeah. get that. But. You know, and it could have just been out of anger towards her. Yeah, you for know, sure. true, so. true. So, in a in a Facebook post. Um, Seth and his friend Dalton, um, they were taunting Bargos. So Dalton says, LOL, um, he says this to Mike. He says, LOL, Seth was gonna beat your, and it says explicit, but we all could figure, he said, but, was gonna beat your ass. Yeah, Seth goes and says, that's my little, and then it's explicit. So with that part, I can't the you know, detect what was going to be said. But Tell anything, again. he said, that's my little... Bitch. That's what I got out of it. <laughs> okay. And that's what I got out of so it. So then Dalton to Mike says, yo, you ain't gonna badmouth my dog and I'll kill yo, I guess your, a your, your ass, you explicit with the wrong... Oh, you fuck with the wrong boys, and I'll put that lead in your. I'll put that lead in your body. First of all, first of all, I'm gonna say something. They need to learn how to write better because yo, I'm having to reread things. But not for nothing, kids of today write Chinese. Going back to to my old thing of being this old man. You can't understand anything these kids are saying. And then, I've even heard on news a while ago, it's been quite a... That the kids write like that on purpose. Harlems and stuff like, you know, because nobody could detect what that... You could kind of make out what they're trying to say, but you can't say, they said this for sure, because... They technically always, didn't say it. Right, because they put you with the why you was... Like, oh, no, this was like... um. So, like, certain things was, like, 
how do I put this? Um, when he would say yo, or he'll say I'm, he wrote I apostrophe N. I said, okay, gotcha. I'm a, your body. Oh, in your body. So when he said in, he put a po- apostrophe. So I'm like, wait, that, huh, huh? What has gone? So then Dalton goes again and says, Seb, can you believe this? Don't know what he was going to say. I don't want to know what he was going to say. Then Seth goes and says, yeah, um, explicit. He ain't explicit. He bitch out two times when I tried to fight him. But when I see him, when he ain't got nobody, you feel me, little, he going to get that hurt. Then his friend says, you know it. Then Seth says, explicit, I got the heat gun right. Explicit. Now you want some real explicit at your house with AKs. I'll make it happen, little girl. You ain't nothing but a dumb explicit trick. What language is this? I have no idea, but this is what was written. (laughs) Then Seth says, and I tried to bring it to home to fight. But your boy, Mark Bargo, wouldn't come out of his home because he's a little explicit. So then Amber writes to Seth to see, you're nothing but a huge blank joke. I'm going to start saying blank when it says explicit. Mm-hmm. All you know how to do is bitch talk blank and whine when you don't get what you want. Get over the, the fact that I left you. Get the blank over yourself, bro. You're not needed here any blank more. You So catch the hint and dip out. I don't need you for a blank anymore. So just pack up and leave me be blank. Trust me, I'm sure you can do it. It's really not hard. But then again, it might be hard for you, you know, seeing how you're not so bright anyways, just saying, but I think I've said enough here. Bye. Bye-bye. I should write bye-bye. I had to take a moment to remember how to... Trying to be ghetto? Yes, these are country-ass kids trying to be thugs, just but saying. That, I know that... We lived in the ghetto, and I've never heard, never, okay, keyword, never heard anybody speak like this. Like, but I, I this just, is belong- This is also the talk of how like move the movies portray thugs to talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a there's a couple of things. I don't get it. That are going on at the same time here. Keyword Was that their actual language? Maybe, and if so. The school system has failed these kids. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> and because if that's how they write it, and they write a term paper or whatever paper, and they write like this, and they get 100 or anything like it. The teachers should get slapped. Right. But any, and aside from that, you have... Well, there's, there's, there's one more thing that Seth replies to Amber. 
You guys want to hear it? Yeah. So his reply to her was, okay, derogatory name. So most likely he called her slut or whore or something like that. Um, Your house is getting burned the blank down with your blank in it with your mama, Kyle, your blank daddy, and your blank boyfriend. And I will dip out. But um, just for the... I'm guessing he meant record. How does it feel to be cheated on? So I'm going to tell you... Once you finish what you were going to say, I'm going to tell you what he referenced by cheated on. Okay. So I remember we're doing this podcast, but I think in most of these shows, or most of the things that after what actually happened and people reporting it, it's a lot of Hollywood um, influence in it. Most people don't speak like that. First off. I hope not. Secondly, my biggest worry out of Seth and um, what's her name? Amber. 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 And more more importantly was the friend. The, the couple I really don't care about. They hate each other. Whatever. The friend was coming out talking about AKs and he's going to put leads in his house. That's all bullets and, and talking about guns. Yeah, I know. And then he made it worse with saying he's going to burn her house down with everybody in it. What does everybody got to do with it? It's just him and her. You know, like, if you cheated on me, it's going to be me and you. I'm not going to be your daughter, your son. You know, like, everybody in your family. That has nothing to do with that. But, I don't know. I, and at the same time, as I say all of that, I have seen my nieces on Facebook, and they write exactly like that. Oh, I know from when I lived in the city. That's how it was. Is you that... met with one? Uh, no, no. no you got the whole family there with Oh, yeah, I know. But, but the thing is, what I'm talking about is the writing, how they wrote. Yeah. It doesn't sound like any, any feasible English that I've ever read. I've never and, heard language like this. And then you, you're guessing, hoping that you can make out what the blank they're trying to say. You know, they could be inviting you to a baby shower. And they write, hey, yo, you're going to... And I'm like, whoa, wait, what? See, it's just language so only certain people can understand, but not everybody. Right. Not police, not judges, lawyers, and all that. Adults. You understand? <laughs> exactly. Adults. Only the children. It's like when I grew up, my parents spoke, my grandparents and, well, my grandmother and grandfather, my mother spoke in Yiddish, okay? Mm -hmm. So we could not understand them. Why? Because they didn't want us to know what was going on. They wanted us in the dark. So we miss out on a lot of things, okay? Mm -hmm. That's probably why nobody um, tried to prosecute seats on the burning, you know, well, he never did get to burn. No, no, but the, the attempt of, of arson is, is big. Though. Well, see, this is just hearsay, though. Well, It's just yeah. words. He, he can tell them, well, I just only said it. I wasn't actually going to do it. I said it out of anger because... Yeah. We just broke up yeah. and she cheated like, yeah. on me. Yeah. So now... But you know how he said, cheated. how does it feel to be cheated on? Mm -hmm. So we all know she cheated on him with Michael. Mm-hmm. And now she's with and now she's with Michael in a relationship with him. So Although wait, 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 wait. You're wait, jumping wait. the gun right now. Cheating. So but later on Michael will say that her him and Amber were not in a relationship. But yet they both got in each other's initials 
tattooed close to the groin area. That, all that and Michael was the one that tattooed her. Now, that, uh, when did this happen? That I don't know, but I know it's 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 there. It's there. Now, now correct well, me I, if I'm wrong, because I mean, I wouldn't do that. Put people's names on my private or near my private. But as far whatever name, yeah, I've seen full eyes girls' names on people's. Showing it off on Facebook of all places and Instagram. But I'm talking about on the actual thing. Anyway. Don't but, I'm but, put my name on you. But oh, the thing geez. is, with the thing with the initials in that area, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, that means like that's mine. Yes. That's a territorial marking. Right. Okay. All right. That's what I want to make sure. Okay, go ahead. Continue. So here's the thing. So apparently there was this girl Kyle liked, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I don't know if Seth knew about that Kyle liked her or not, but he ends up banging. Seth ends up banging the girl. And I'm gonna say banging because I, I don't want to just like boinking. You want to use boinking again? <laughs> no, you guys are making fun boink, of me. Boink, boink, boink. Okay. Where did you get boinking from? Anyway, so it's just it's just a sound that it made. It's 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 like it's funny. So it just reminds me of it. Okay, enough. Okay. Sound like a so, wait, so see Seth got in bed with whose girlfriend or friend? So not really girlfriend, but Kyle liked her. And Kyle's his friend or Well, they were kind of friends until Amber and Seth broke up. So, this really is a triangle. This is a very complex triangle. So now here's the thing. Is that the only reason why Kyle knows that Seth slept with her in particular, this girl, okay, is because he was outside the girl's window and saw that. First of all, creepy as mother trucking ever, okay, you're going to be outside the girl that you like's window. And then now you just saw their bare bodies boinking each other. Okay. There she goes, they're boinking again. <laughs> well, I laugh it because it reminds me of me catching my brother with my father's girl. Wow. But what well, ex-girls. Didn't, didn't we see a movie about that? That he was peeping on her, on her, on a girl and she was. Doing it with a guy, and then the guy didn't satisfy, yeah. so she did it with a throw pillow or whatever. Anyway, getting off track here. Okay. Remember, remember that that's that circular um pillow. Yeah. You remember the movie Lifetime. Anyway. So. <laughs> Great movies on Lifetime. Yeah, apparently. So. <laughs> Wait, so Kyle was... Wait, wait, wait. You lost me there because... I'm, How did I lose you? Well, I lost myself. Because you How started boink, boink, boink. Yeah, you went with that boink, boink again. <laughs> anyway. um. Okay. So Kyle was outside her window looking in her room mm -hmm. when Cease came in and was boinking her, per your words. Yes. Okay. Got it. So that made Kyle not more so now not like well, see yeah. because now 
he got to go and have the girl that he wanted. So, now, we're going to go back to Michael. So, if you realize anything, Michael is, like I said, he's very jealous of Seth, of Seth. And to the point where he tells people he hates him, he wishes he was dead. He eventually does get into a fight with him um, at a party. Mm-hmm. Now, what age did I say Michael was? 18, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. How old is Seth? Um, 16, I just say? No, 15. 15, okay. So, Seth beats Michael in front of everybody that was in the party. That's not, I mean... So, Michael feels now humiliated, one, knowing the fact that Seth used to have sexual relationship with Amber, and now more so that he got his ass kicked by a 15-year-old boy in front of a bunch of people, when he's supposed to be this. So, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, the, the problem with that is, you're 18 years old, mm-hmm. and you're, in my words, talking shit. Yes. About beating him up, killing, you know, killing him, whatever he said. And then the little 15 year old that you thought was a little piece of shit punk mm-hmm. comes at you at a party with a lot of witnesses and kicks your ass. And embarrasses the hell out of you. Well, why are you talking so much crap for then? Exactly. If you can't fight, most people shut the blank up. Mm-hmm. But he thought because, oh, I'm older. He's just a little young. He assumed that Seth could not defend himself. Now, so we're going to continue, okay, guys? Go ahead. Bigger they are, the harder they fall. Usually. So here's the thing. He convinces Amber to text Seth to have him meet him up. And that way... And say, oh, we're gonna. I want to rekindle our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about us. Uh oh. Um. So Seth, before he goes forward with meeting up with Amber, he tells her, "If you get me jumped, you will never. I will never forgive you, and we will be done for good." Unfortunately. He didn't know how bad this was going to end. Yeah. Because I think if he wouldn't have like a premonition of what was going to happen, if he was to go. He wouldn't have gone. He would have went home or continue hanging out with his friend. One of the two. I got a dumb thing to say. What? Well, what I came to my brain, which I think is dumb. In the perspective of if a girl went to rekindle with me, mm-hmm. come to my house. Why am I meeting you over there? You want to rekindle. Rekindle usually means to me, you want me back. So if you want me back bad enough, you come to my house. Exactly. So the plan was that she was going to meet him um, with a friend of hers. And then they were going to go to her friend's house. Hmm. And he fell for that. So... Let's go back. Let's rewind back to the 19th while Kyle's at the off, the police station. Kyle reveals that the group decided to lure Seth to the trailer 
which was rented by Ellie. Um, Ellie's name is Charlie K. Ellie, and she's 18 years old. Her husband was actually in jail at the time. So to make ends meet, she was renting out her rooms, which a lot of people said, oh, no, it wasn't really renting out the rooms. It was you just letting people live there, you know, basically. But we don't know the whole honest truth about it. So I'm not going to go into that if I don't have the evidence to back it up. Mm -hmm. But what they said was that she was renting it out to, ready for this? 20 years old, Justin Soto and Michael Bargo. Wow. Why a Puerto Rican had to be in there? Dude should have stayed at his mama's house that night. Damn. He seriously should have stayed at his mama's house. Jeez. I don't know. So, let's go. So, Amber told Seth to meet her at Ellie's house. In Don't Summerfield, come. Florida. Mm-hmm. So when Seth got to the house, automatically Bargo hits him over the head with a wooden object and then shoots Seth. Okay. So he gets shot. Well, he gets hit over the head, falls, gets shot. They start fighting. And if you ever look at um, Michael Bargo's picture when he gets arraigned, you see that he still has, he got his ass beat by this little boy, even with this little boy being injured, okay? This boy put up a fight. So my props to Seth for trying to go out, you know, making sure that he fought to live. Um, and that's not counting the beating at the party. Well, that was supposed to be like... Um, a while ago. Well, the reason, hey. I mean, the reason for him doing this was because he got beat at the, and he was embarrassed at the party. Yeah. With so, everything boiling up, it led him to the point where he was like, I need to kill Seth. I can't do this. I'm not going to live this. Now, I'm going to hit him on the head. I'm going to shoot him. And I'm going to do everything I could. But the kids still fought back. Well, we're not done yet. You ready? Yeah. Hold on to your seats. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> uh, so, <coughs> Seth at one point puts up enough of a fight to escape, gets close to the front gate to be shot at, and then Michael and Justin bring him, him. bring him back inside the house where... Um, this kind of gets me like a little cringed up in the chest a little bit. Um, so they get him back into the house and that's when Justin Soto holds him down and Bargo shoots him again. But Bargo says, I don't want him dead. I want him to see who kills him. So you shot him already a couple of times you hit him over the head, you bring him back into the house, and you still want him to see who's trying to kill him. Obviously, he knows you're trying to kill him. Um, so then what he does is he has it where Charlie, Ellie, Kyle Hooper, they both help to put 
sucked into the bathtub. Okay? And in the bathtub, they break his kneecaps because they already had a sleeping bag prepped that they wanted him to fit in. Both kneecaps. Yeah, both kneecaps. Okay. I didn't say caps, right? Yeah. Um, so they break his kneecaps. Um, and at this point, I then they hogtie him, wrap him into the sleeping bag. And then at this point, just to get your guys' mind at ease, he is dead. Um, they throw him, they start a bonfire while they're putting him in the sleeping bag. Um, someone else is starting the bonfire and they toss his body onto the bonfire and they keep lighting it. They tell Kyle, so while his body is burning, everybody is staring around, they're drinking beers. The neighbors come out and they see all the smoke and Charlie's like, oh, we're just having a bonfire, you know. I didn't want to be in my house by myself while my husband's in jail. Do you want to come and join us in our bonfire? And the neighbors, they like, no, you know, and they go away. But what if they would have said yes? They would have been included in the, uh, and going to jail too. That or they, they would have went and be like, um, I need to go to my house. Now on one, yo, these... They're burning somebody. They're burning somebody. You know, they would have... So, I'm like, why would you... Knowing you're doing something that is wrong, you know, in all aspects, it's wrong. You want to invite your neighbors. And I get it. She probably did it to have it where no one sees it as, oh, mm, what they're doing, you know. But, yes. Um. So, mm. then... This case is just like, whew. In my so eyes, Kyle, Michael is not a man. Not even a mouse. His wife and that. So, Kyle stays awake until like 2-something, watching, making sure that the body burns. Then they shovel his remains with the help of Kyle and Amber's stepfather, um, James Young Havens III, um, who he was aware of the plot. He says he didn't think the kids were serious, that he thought it was just all the talk, that you're just, you know, kids talking crap like always, never, it's not going to happen kind of thing. Um, but apparently he helped the kids shovel um, Seth's remains into two five-gallon cans, um, and they showed it like a Home Depot Sorry, Home Depot, but it was orange, so I figured it was yours. Mm -hmm. um, gallons. And they threw it all through his remains into um, a flood line pit, which they call it a, qu a query. Mm -hmm. So, query. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also clean up. So while the guys were doing that, the girls stayed at the house cleaning up. Um, all the mess. So after murdering Seth, Michael Bargos stupidly, on, while he was on the run, was telling people what he did, how he killed Seth, you know, um, until he eventually got caught. And then, yeah, dumbass. Now those people are 
witness, and they're going to help put your ass away. Dumbass. So, to give a, a bittersweet turn of events, um, Soto, Wright, Hopper, and Ellie, they were all given life sentence. That's not good enough. Bargo, he was given the death penalty. He was given a death sentence. Um, so here's, I said it was bittersweet. And I'm, for one moment, I'm going to take off all that, yay, the guys who did this to this poor child is in jail. Well, one of them got out. Are you kidding me? One of them was let out. Charlie K. Ellie, because there was no real proof that she conspired as much as they assumed she appealed her case and it got over, her sentence got overturned to down to a 10 year sentence and because she was already in there for nine years already she was now released as she served her time well what you what People don't realize what you don't pay for on this earth, you will pay for after you leave this earth. But the and way I pray she gets punished really bad because you were there, you allowed a child, not an adult, a child to get tortured, get burned to death. Well, I hope the worst comes to her. But what, what the weird part of this and her um, reduced sentence. Excuse me. If I'm reading this right, it happened in her, his, her house. I don't know who Charlie's Charlie a girl. In her house. Yes. How do you get a reduced sentence in your own exactly. house? Exactly. So here's the thing. She says that when... Okay, so what her story was, was that when she started seeing that Michael shot um, Seth, she ran into her room and stayed there because she didn't want no part of it and she got scared. But didn't she go and invite the neighbors to the bonfire? Yes. That's the thing. But because they're saying that she... So I don't know all the... Because you know, like, newspapers don't give you every last detail of the case. And because this was just overturned recently, this year, um, they don't provide us yet the information um of like what exactly was said in her appeal but what they're basically saying is that she went from co conspiracy you know from second degree murder or whatever and co-conspirator co yeah she went down to basically being co-conspirator and at the scene of the you know being a witness to this event basically so they minimized hers to 10 years. Don't get mad at me. I am just telling you. That's why the justice system is so screwed up in this county. In this country. But here's, 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 here's a sweet ass cake for you. The one who put all this together. Okay. First of all. It's between Michael and Amber. Of who exactly conspired everything. Everybody says it was. Amber put the words in, Michael put the work in, you know, and got everybody to do it. Um, 
they all should have got life or I, in my opinion, death. But the the person that the person that we're missing the I, most, and all these scumbags and that's the word I'm using for them, deserve what they got. Except for Ellie, I think she deserved or he, yeah, she deserved more. But the biggest person that got away with it all was the stepfather. Yeah. He what knew happened? about it. He didn't get nothing? He knew no, about he it. No, he was put in jail. Um, there wasn't much on his thing because they were more focused on the fact that a 15 years old, 16 years old, two 18 years old, and a 20 years old. So those were the more focused on of their things. So, Never mind the fact that a grown man who helped, knows better. He helped with um discarding the body. No. You know, and transporting the remains. Um, I think he also got life. I'm not exactly sure. Um there wasn't that much information for what I could go and be able to search. Um but I also did have where my Wi Fi was also acting up, so I was limited. I'm sorry. Now, but this would have been black people. They would have been with death penalty. So here's the thing. Michael Bargos, he tried to appeal his death sentence. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yeah. What do you think happened? He better not have got off easy. Nope. They said you will stay with your death sentence. He's not going to get a life sentence. He is staying with his death sentence. So that's that's a plus in, you know, in this crime is that at least the one who pulled the trigger is going to go and receive what he needs to receive. Just when is that? We don't know. In my eyes, I don't care what race you are, what anything you are. If you kill, you should be killed. Anything you do wrong, it should be done. Okay? Mm-hmm. An eye for eye. Well, you can't you can't just say it like that though. Because of the fact is there are scenarios where self-defense if it's self-defense. But then you can't but then you can't say if you kill you. If you kill oh, then I... you should be killed. Because sometimes you have to like, if you're put in a spot where it's the guy's going to kill you if you don't kill him first. But you know, self-defense is one thing. But the thing is, it better really be self-defense. Not just, oh, I killed a person and, oh, well, your honor, um, I did it only in self-defense. And it wasn't really in self-defense. Like a Jody Aries case. <laughs> okay? There's been too many of that. Okay? When it hasn't even even been that way. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay. But I just, I think people don't learn when you just say, okay, well, you killed, now you go to jail, but you're going to go to death row. Because then we're going to be, we technically, morally, are in the same boat as that person then. If you want to think about it, we're not supposed to take somebody else's life. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless the matter calls for it. And in this case, because the one that did the major events, the one who did most of everything, and all the issues pointed, and because his stupid ass wanted to blab and put all the points on himself, 
This is why he ended up with a death sentence. If he would have did his his action, right, mm-hmm. and say quiet, he probably would have got life sentence as well. But because he told everybody, he bragged. He didn't show remorse. He didn't show that he he you know had any conscience. Mm-hmm. So that's why he also got the death sentence. Now Amber, in her case, she didn't show remorse until and so in the video in the um video with of killer killer woman she's not really showing that much remorse like she says sorry about doing so but it seems so but phony. it's it's very just yeah i'm sorry it said just you to know say it she was very distant in her emotions mm-hmm. um but kyle on the other hand you would see if you look up like his trial and everything like that. He did at points cry. He did show remorse. Like you can see him and um Charlie Charlie um did have more of a remorse than Bargos and Amber. Now they don't really show Justin's um trial or um James trial when it comes to this. But yeah. Okay. Final thoughts. Well, before my final thought, um, I looked up this Havens person. Yeah. Um, who was charged at the same time as a teenager, but um, was deemed incompetent to stand trial in twenty twelve. You're not deemed incompetent to fucking kill a person. You're not well, deemed incompetent that he... to throw somebody in the fucking fire. Well, they say that he didn't throw. He says, and they say that he didn't throw the guy, the guy in the fire. But he knew about the murder, and then he. Look at the faces. He had the idea of putting him in a damn bonfire. What are you talking about? Did you read your own thing? Sorry, my bad. He Sorry, guys. Shoved... I just reread it to him privately. <laughs> But either way, you still, you still, you still, it's still not right. He shoveled, he shoveled his burnt body into five guys. But he's not incompetent to do that. But even though I'm 20. They're saying he's mentally retarded. Well, he said, the court says that he was deemed incompetent to stand trial in 2012 and underwent treatment at the centers of Ocala, Fifth Circuit Judge David Eddy. Found Haven's competency to have been restored in 2014 after he received a letter from the census sta- um, stating that was the case. So um, Eddie ordered Havens to undergo further psychological evaluations to re- to verify. Okay. But my my point is not I I know that there's people. Let me I'm excited, but there yes. are people. There are people that are deemed. Incompetent to stand trial. Okay. I understand that. But how many of them are faking? Right. Well, that's a different point, which is true as well. But if he had some part, because if he knew about the plot murder, not only did he just know about the plot murder, he shoveled his -hmm. remains into five-gallon buckets. Like, you're trying to tell me that you did not know? That he was dead when you put it into five gallon buckets and then put it into the lime pit. 
that doesn't make no sense in my brain. Sorry. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, but this is also something that we, we can't debate, you know, where one, we weren't there, although we all feel the same way. If you participated in this madness, you all should receive the same penalty. Exactly. I still feel that Michael should still get the death penalty. Leave everybody else in life so they could sit and simmer on what the what they participated in. Burn well, them they, at the stake. I mean, I and like listen, life in sense, life um life in jail, you know, a life sentence is fine. Mm -hmm. And at the same time it's not. Why should we have to um support these son of Thank bitches? You. But but also here's the thing. Why should they get the easy way out? That's another good point. Why should they, yeah, they get... They go to hell and they... And they not... What I'm saying is... Seth died a crucial way. Not mm -hmm. crucial. Um, a cruel way. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was horrendous. It was awful. Why should they get the death penalty and just get a shot of, of a lethal doses... And die peacefully. So, why should they get that easy way? Or get the gas chamber? You know, these, my opinion, Burn these are easy. Mistake. They don't do that anymore. That is and beyond cruelty is what they've decided. That's next week's show. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, But my thing is, you no, I'd rather them live in jail, get tortured by Bubba in the neck or or you know Big Bertha okay get the chances of where you know what somebody goes and kicks their ass so bad there teaches them a lesson but we're supporting them I'm supporting the person that's gonna kick their ass that's what I'm supporting <laughs> look okay. unless they're taking their males away from them and not letting them see TV and not letting them live good I got a big problem with them being Listen, in there all joking and me aside. supporting them. All joking aside, or you know, and not nobody's joking, obviously. But my point I'm is that I as like much, the damn match. As much as people could find one way or another, you support the death penalty, or you rather life in prison and support them. The fact is. That those people, those, what were the four or five people? Six. Six people. No, how many got life? Um, five out of the six? Okay, so. Four. So out of the four, one was, um, is basically in death sentence. He's in, um, what's it called? Um, well, that, he's not part of the four. No, no, no. There's five total. One. Technically four. six. Because James is still in psychiatric review. Oh, you Michael is okay. um death sentence and he's not getting that overturned. So he's in the what's death row or whatever. Yeah, he's in death row. No, okay. And then you got the four. Charlie got out um reduced sentence. So, so now, now you only three. have three. Okay. So Charlie made out like a bandit. And this whole deal. Yeah. Um Amber, she's probably the most guilty besides Burgos. Burned a bitch mm -hmm. at the stake. Because um, she she lured him there. Yeah. You know, like, whatever happens after you lure him, you're as responsible, if not more responsible, because the only reason he was there was because of you. Anyway. Yep. The, um, 
the three that are now doing life sentence, and I'm going to put it this way: the three things that the people in, in the habit, the three people, the difference between thief that is dead, obviously, and the three people: one, they're alive; mm-hmm. two, they get an education; three, they get three square meals a day. Let's be 100% honest. And I'm not going either way. I'm just trying to diffuse the argument, not the debate a little bit. Both ways are fine in, in whichever way you look at it. Did Burgos deserve that sentence? Absolutely. The other three, maybe just as much. Well, remember, you can't. Um, Amber and her brother Kyle were both underage. Well, that's why they, that's why that's why they got life. That's why they because got life. Because you can't give a, a no. minor... A death sentence. Even though they're trying to now. Yeah, they're trying to now because a lot of minors who have committed uh, murder, they think, well, you ain't going to kill me. I'm just going to go. Which reminds me of another case that actually happened in UK, which maybe one day I'll do the the case on. But they have a whole different ball game with that. Right, but I mean, the whole, my situation is like, Okay, the two, three young kids, they, they were all kids, basically. Even the 18-year-old. Mentally, sounds, he yeah. sounds like a child. Even though he his age is an adult, if you consider it that way. Because a lot of people that are 18 I'm are not, not men and women, are not adults. Yeah. Even though they, they are legally, can legally participate in adult stuff. I'll say it that way. Mm-hmm. The problem with it is, why does it take four, five, six people to kill one one kid that beat up one cop? The problem was between him and Burgers. Yeah. The old way of us doing it, you fight the fair one. You fight the fair one, and that's it. Whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Why they have to go to killing, you know, killing him is beyond me. And then Amber is not as innocent and all this as she was first making herself out to be before the, when she was first speaking to um, Pierce. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, young kids shouldn't be involved in adult um, stuff, in my opinion. If you do an adult crime, in my opinion, you do an adult crime, you should be, go and be punished as an adult. Well, they are. They're getting, okay. de- they're getting the death sentence. That's an adult. Exactly. You ain't going to see... You're going to see outside those four walls in that jail cell ever. It shouldn't matter your age, okay? But I mean... But this is this is also something that's meant for another day. This is a topic we'll that... We'll on that day then. <laughs> and I guess we'll be on opposite sides. I mean, no. it's It all depends on... Okay. Like, if you're legally... Legally, to wrap this up. The person that did the crime... Deserves the death sentence. Exactly, and that's what Michael, States, the person that did it. Everybody else, which what happened in this case, the law was correct. I in my opinion, for the stepfather. That's the only person that I think, besides Charlie. But Charlie did nine years. She yeah. did, it wasn't like she didn't do no years. As to from what I've read, the stepfather didn't do anything. But being mental hospital or being researched by you know looked after by mental people to see his competency. Yeah. And he's not in jail suffering of being beat up by Bertha well, or, or whoever. But let's also remember the worst kind of jail to be in is a psychiatric ward. 
if you d depends if if you're faking it. But it's still, but, it, but no, worse. but no it's thing. worse if you have your sanity you're and you're in with right. insane people and demented people. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're you're, you're going to end up with those people. That's what I'm saying. Because you're just... The medicine they gave you? No, but that's what I'm saying. Ooh. If you're faking it, that is the worst. That is worse. Yeah. But if... Maybe he does. Nobody's talking about what... what his early life. Yeah. Maybe he does have health problems. You know, mental health problems. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's in there for a reason. Because, yeah. you know, whatever it's, there's million things that he could have that could put somebody in a mental hospital. Or maybe he he does have a mental... Right. I don't want to say that word. A mental disability where he was easily able... They were easily able to go and coerce him to do... Oh, yeah. You know, this scenario. Yeah. I you mean, know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people, my brother, my brother, my stepbrother included, that he is not fully up there. He has problems. But he'll do anything if you ask him to. Work around the house, do farm work. Mm -hmm. Who knows what else if you really talk to him and you offer him some money. True. Yeah, and I'm, of course, he's, not, he's only 25 now, maybe. But this was a grown man. Yeah. Like, and if he did, if he has mental problems, I hope he's in the right place and I hope he's getting help. We got to say that. But why, like, you knew about it. You knew that there was a plan, and you shoveled it into the the five gallon buckets. Well, yeah. if he was mental, did he really know what he was? Probably not. Doing? I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I said. That's what I said. If he with him, it's a, it's an open book. It's so. an open yeah. book. Yeah. But when it comes to Ellie or whatever, that Ellie, was just yeah. Charlie. Charlie Ellie. Not Charlie. Charlie Ellie. That's her last. Her, Ellie's her last name. Ellie's okay. her last name. Her first well, name is whatever. Charlie. Yeah. I'm not talking about the one who um, rented out the place or whatever. Hey, what's her house? I'm talking about the redhead one. Uh, Amber. Yes. That's Amber. 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 Okay. She should get the death penalty as well. But once again, she can't get she it can't because get at the it. time of the crime, she, she was a minor. She was a minor. You yeah. can't. At that, minor she too, uh, you have to go according to the timeline of when the crime was done. And not for nothing. But that's not right. That was... That was a recent, like, 2011. That's why they're changing the laws that minors should be put to the death penalty. If you and... do an adult crime, you should yeah. pay yeah. an adult price. Yeah. Because I, there's no way that anybody could tell me she did not know what was going to happen. Of course she did. Of course okay. she did. She even admitted that in, in the Pierce um, Brogdon, oh, I, I can't say his last name. But anyway. Well, she, she admitted partially. Well, I mean... She she's... admitted to, you know... Luring him in, she admitted to the fact that she knew he was gonna get beat up. That's all you need. But she did not admit to participating in it. She she said she wasn't there when they threw they took his body and threw him over the quarry. Yeah, she was. She asked to go and find out. Well, that's the thing is that that part was never admitted. We don't know exactly if she was part of that because in the documentary. She clearly states that they told her mm -hmm. what they did to him. Right. But that's easy to find out from the others. Well, okay, but gonna, no one's going to, right now, nobody's going to admit to that. No. Because that might put their timeline if I in admit, jeopardy as well. Putting myself into it. If I, I admit it to you, if I admit it to you, 
I get more jail time or possibly the death sentence. And from what I read in the, not read, but what I saw in that Pierce thing, she clearly says, and apparently there was some type of video. He went in first. She went in behind him. As soon as he went in, she closed the door and walked around the, the back of the house. Now, was that her just saying it and they just made a video of it? I have no idea. But that's what she says in the, in the Pierce yeah, Bargain video. Said. So, and that's why it's, it's very hard to know exactly what happened. Because they're all not going to come out and say... Oh, yeah, I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. Nobody, you know, that's more no. jail time for me. My thing is, they could ask the neighbors, um, who did you see there? But that's that's the thing is, was the what time did it happen? Was the neighbors really there? And how many neighbors do you know or have, or you yourself? You can see that there's a party up the, up the block. Somebody got shot. Do you know? I just know there was a party up the block. That's all I know. And if you see in the thing, the houses are... There's a quite distance between yeah, oh yeah. house to house. That's country. Yeah. So they're not going to be like, oh, hey, oh my God, what you doing? They just know about the smoke. Yeah. That's the only reason that. And that was just there. because of the fact that the smoke was very, was taller than the house. So they yeah. was able to see it. They thought the, they probably thought the house was on fire. And that's when they came, oh no, we're just doing a bonfire. Well, yeah. Bonfire that day. Well, you could have asked a yeah. mental um, patient. Um, he probably don't remember nothing. He probably at that time was not there, though. He probably don't remember yeah, nothing. But, but because the bonfire the didn't end the next day until almost. 2, like 2.43 in yeah. the morning. He probably was sleeping. He probably take a, they yeah. probably didn't call him until the probably morning. around like 4 or something when they had a lot of the stuff cleaned up. Mm. You know? Yeah, but it didn't hurt to ask. Anyway, we have a lot of ifs and a lot of There's questions. a lot of There's ifs. too There's, many ifs. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to end... The podcast today with a lot of ifs ifs we want your opinions like we always say you can email us with your opinions your choices for pot um cases we should do next uh we have a halloween coming up a halloween theme one coming up yes next week is a halloween theme um and we hope to get you very interested and not really spook 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 out but a little more knowledge on where this whole thing kind of yeah. comes out. If um, your if our friend is doing it, or if I do it, either way, um, it's not as gruesome as these last two weeks. I say that. True. Yeah. Um. So here's the thing: email us with your your opinion or the cases you want at murderousintentions21 at gmail.com. I needed a second. She threw that at me. <laughs> um, Visit our Instagram at murderous underscore intentions underscore podcast or Twitter at capital M, capital I, true crime podcast. Thank you guys and have a great night. See you next week. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.